Talk Radio. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. The most effective control technique deployed by the American media is to distract the audience. This is very easy to do because everyone takes the bait. But today's distractions are threatening our very lives. While people are busy discussing their opinions on he said, she said nonsense from Hollywood stars and celebrating the fact that one of the billionaires who made hundreds of millions off the COVID lockdowns just bought Twitter, the banker's agenda continues to move forward unobstructed. The World Economic Forum has made their intentions clear. You will own nothing and like it. And the best way to accomplish this is through more lockdowns, permanent lockdowns, with occasional breaks for good behavior. Just as China led the way in 2020, showing the world how efficiently a totalitarian regime can fight a fake pandemic, the rest of the world soon followed. Shanghai is now building cages around entire apartment buildings to keep people from escaping, an entire new method of government mass murder. America's version will be so much more cozy. World nations are beginning to adopt the carbon tax and cutting off the fuel supply while announcing massive fuel shortages. In America, Gavin Newsom is leading the way by cutting off the water and power to Californians after years of creating the problem by turning off production. While facing a massive fertilizer shortage, Bill Gates owns the majority of farmland and wants you to eat nothing but genetically modified synthetic food products. And he marches forward, no matter how much you make fun of him on social media. And while we face an immediate shortage of fresh foods and staple items, over a dozen food processing plants have been destroyed in recent weeks. It may not be possible to see the entire picture from the level where we are at, but they are going to shut us down again. The very systems of government we believed were put in place to serve us are being used to kill us by billionaires and banks while they maximize their own profits. That much is clear. And as far as the ones perpetrating this human liquidation, what they can clearly see is that we will obey. We will put the mask on when we are told, and we will take it off when we are told, and we will celebrate that as a victory. They know that we will ignore their destruction of America so long as they feed us distractions to ruminate over on social media, just as they are doing right now. On January 20th of this year, the WHO submitted a proposal that would give the World Health Organization international authority over pandemic response, meaning no more recommendations, but de facto law. This proposal has been fast-tracked by Washington for consideration at the World Health Assembly this May. They want to make you stay inside your home and die quietly, peacefully, where no one notices. Many of you may doubt that they will get away with any of this, but our actions say differently. Our actions suggest that they can do it again. And so long as we have a voice on Twitter, once we are locked down in our homes again, we can complain of the food shortages, the rolling blackouts, and the cyber attacks. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
find and share that video, folks. Incoming carbon taxes and worldwide climate lockdowns. You gotta love Greg Reese and his very, very subtle snarkyism. <laughs> you get it, right? I'm, I'm openly snarky. I'm openly sarcastic. But Greg Reese is very subtle in it. He's talking about no matter how much we make, we can, we can continue to make fun of Bill Gates on Twitter. It's like here are people in the real world collapsing our food supply, taking our children away for not complying with their medical mandates, in, enacting disinformation bureaus in order to censor the American people. It's like you can always make fun of them on Twitter. You know, keep, keep playing that loot while the city burns. It's not enough to mock these people. It's not enough to just talk about how much we dislike them. We have to put this knowledge into action. Information in formation. We'll be right back. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.Video. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Big show we have for you today. We're going to be joined by Dan Lyman and Savannah Hernandez. She'll be in studio with us. It'll be a very fun show. In fact, I think we'll take your calls throughout all of it since we only have this first hour to take your calls with just me here. We'll do that. I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. If you want to give us a call, the number to dial is one 789 2539 Taking your calls all day today on American Journal, one 789 2539 Savannah Hernandez and Dan Lyman joining me later in the show. I guess we'll, we'll just go ahead and take calls with them as well. So any questions you'll have for Dan Lyman or Savannah Hernandez, uh, call in and uh, you'll be able to ask them yourself. Lots of stuff to talk about today, although it is a little bit of a slow news day. A lot of the like top stories on websites today were the top stories covered yesterday on American Journal, so I guess they're just now catching up. But we'll get into all of it. Lots of videos to show you and those great guests a little bit later. But let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 29th of April, 2022. Can you believe we are nearly at the fifth month of this year? Time flies. Folks, here's your top story. European Commission VP tells people to support Ukraine by taking fewer showers and not washing their clothes. (laughs) Yes, the sacrifices we make in war. The vice president of the European Commission suggested citizens should support Ukraine and the embargoes on Russia by taking fewer showers, not driving cars, and airing their clothes instead of washing them. Yes, really. Franz Timmermans, the Dutch vice president of the box, uh, of the bloc's executive body, made the remarks during a meeting of the European Parliament's Environment Committee, saying, of course, you can choose not to do anything, but you can also choose to heat less, to go by bike, not by car, take a shower for a shorter time, or ventilate their clothes instead of washing them out, the Dutch politician said, saying, quote, we have profited from it and created enormous wealth at the expense of planet Earth, and as we realize right now, at the expense of geopolitical imbalances with dependency on Russia, said Samson. Uh, both need to be repaired. In order to repair them, we must we need to pay more for energy and also for food. For food, the two basic needs of life, food and energy. We have paid too little in the last forty years. Yes, it's your fault, citizen. It is your fault, 
that the earth is being destroyed by massive corporations. It's your fault that the international community has decided Russia must die and you must be sacrificed in order to bring that about. It's your fault that all of this is happening. You have sinned against Mother Earth, and this is the – again, it's just – it's very religious in nature, right? For 40 years we have sinned, and now we must repent for our sins, and we must suffer and punish ourselves for our transgressions against Mother Earth. No. (laughs) How about no? How about go kick rocks? How about go jump in a river? How about go after the actual corporations doing this or the nations like China – polluting the earth they couldn't care less everything these people say is a scam and it's actually destroying the world it's actually destroying all of our systems that prop up modern life and they are taking an axe to the foundation of those systems meanwhile they're telling you it's your fault if you just recycle a little bit more if you would just take a a little bit less of a shower you would save the earth but you're so greedy you like to take five ten minute showers it's your fault the earth is being destroyed but you can you can calm your guilty conscience by just giving us more money and uh, putting, putting your can in the blue bin instead of the green bin. You've done it. You've saved the earth. It's just ridiculous. It's your fault that Russia is, is a powerful geopolitical force right now. Okay, sure, sure. And while they're just like launching nukes into the atmosphere. White House embraces piracy, unveils plan to seize Russian assets and give proceeds to Ukraine. The rules-based order is at it again. <laughs> Zelensky said last week, perhaps during a coke binge, that he needs $7 billion a month. That's just $7 billion. And they're going to pay for it by stealing uh, the yachts of famous Russian people. All I'm saying is once we're in power, they are setting very useful precedents. That's all I'm saying. They want to create a disinformation board. That's fine. It'll be in our hands in two years, and then we'll see what disinformation is or is it. I would love to actually be able to talk like that. I would love to actually believe like, okay, they're setting this dangerous precedent, but once we're in power, we're going to be able to use all of these powers that they've uh, you know, accrued for themselves, so they better watch out. But let's be honest. The Republicans will never do anything half as restrictive as the leftist it's why our country's being destroyed the leftists will create a disinformation bureau and use the department of homeland security to go after people posting information they disagree with on the internet uh, and then if the republicans were in power they would just keep doing it they would just keep going after the same people they would keep targeting their own people in an attempt somehow to show the leftists that we're not like them we're not like these far right people we also want to destroy them and shut them down so we're on your side but we're also on your side about antifa burning down buildings and calling for assassinations on twitter that's also fine we're on your side on that too because you know that the people in charge of this bureau the disinformation board that they've created will be the same people no matter who you elect into office that's the operation of the deep state they create this bureau they staff this bureau with their cronies with their uh, uh, compatriots and then even if a republican gets elected he's not going to be able to change the makeup of that organization he's not going to be able to put his own people in charge those people are still going to be in charge no matter who is in office that's the deep state that's the permanent spy state uh, apparatus that's the way that it works and so we need to stop it now because the only the only positive that could come from this would be that we could have the disinformation bureau in our hands and uh Throw people like 
Bill Gates and George Soros in jail over it, but they'll never do that. So, uh, you know, maybe we just need to kill the, uh, uh, kill our, our desire to play along with these people. <clears throat> that was close. <laughs> From Zero Hedge, fun story at Infowars.com. We are on the precipice of a global food crisis, Goya Food CEO war- <laughs> warns. The effects of pandemic lockdowns, unrelated supply chain strains and conflict in Ukraine are wrecking havoc on the world's agricultural system. Readers have heard the likes of the UN warning the Middle East countries are at breaking points as food prices hit record highs. And as of last week, the Rockefeller Foundation began the countdown about six months ago, uh, about six months to a massive immediate food crisis. So according to the Rockefeller Foundation, we are now six months from a massive and total shutdown of the food supply company. And now CEO Goya, uh, Goya CEO, Bob Unanu has issued a similar warning. He said the U.S. will be the last affected. Well, we'll be the last affected by the food shortages, but as the food shortages royal the third world, we will very much be affected by the outcome of that. Biden says he's uh, he's considering forgiving student loan debt, but not 50,000 per borrower. No, that's, that's too much. We have to spend billions in Ukraine right now. We don't have any money. For the American people. But of course, this is, as we laid out before, a desperate and corrupt gamble by the Democrats to make up the shortfalls they have in the polls these days by openly bribing their constituents. Because as despicable and as low down as it seems to decent people like you and I, uh, there's a lot of people out there that if they hear, hey, you know, if the Democrats win, I'm going to get my my fifty thousand dollar bill paid for i'm to get my hundred thousand dollar student loan debt repaid then uh they'll vote for the democrats on that on that off chance so it's just open bribery using your money stealing your money and giving it to their voters in exchange for votes it's what destroyed the roman empire and it'll destroy our republic soon enough Finally, we have this get woke, go broke layoffs begin at Netflix after stock shares crater. Netflix began layoffs on Thursday, just days after its stock plummeted. So uh, if anybody knows, uh, you know, any job openings for perverts, uh, creeps, weirdos, uh, leftist, socialist, if you have uh, a child that needs to be uh, horrifically abused or. Uh, you know, traumatized for the rest of their life. There are Netflix employees now uh, available to fill those positions. So if you need anybody to, you know, create a show about uh, 12-year-olds twerking sexually, you know, they're there. They're available. So, you know, we, we have these positions open, and now we have the perverts to fill them. Thanks, Netflix. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation, Great Reset Combine, trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their, their transhumanist nightmare vision, suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies, their COVID hysteria, their world's going to end in 2030, carbon tax, global warming bull, all of it. And none of it can succeed. None of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit. That's why truth comes 
with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band up video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. It was almost 15 years ago that I released my seminal film, Endgame Blueprint for Global Enslavement. And in that documentary, I predicted the globalists would establish world government by releasing a virus, demanding that there be worldwide lockdowns, and then triggering a collapse of our industrial society. And now they've done it. How did I know they would do it? Because they wrote books and white papers, and many of their own reports and internal meetings were leaked. You see, then I was tracking the Bilderberg Group, whose head at the time was Klaus Schwab. And our sources inside were confirming to us that they were indeed planning to launch this great reset. Well, we're now living in it. The purposeful collapse of the third world and the first world. On its ashes, a tyrannical corporate world government. Total censorship, no due process, destruction of the family, and then incrementally more and more deadly injections of poison masquerading as vaccines to poison us and depopulate us. This is what InfoWars is fighting. We're fighting for the You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I guess let's start off with video that I'm, I'm sure most people have seen already, but it broke after our show ended here yesterday. It's worth, it's worth a note. It's worth a notice. It's worth a, a look. Let's take a look at the, the leader of the free world, the best and brightest America has to offer, the chief executive and commander in chief of the greatest country in the history of the world, Joseph Biden. Yes, he is a bulwark of integrity and intelligence, and I think it was all on display yesterday as he was defeated by his his only weakness. He, he came up against, finally, a foe that he couldn't handle. In this case, it was the word kleptocracy. Yes, yeah, so finally, a hill he could not surmount, a barrier he could not cross. <laughs> the David to his Goliath. <laughs> the 300 Spartans to his Persian army. It's a complicated word. Let's be honest here. Kleptocracy. I mean, you've got to be some sort of genius to say a word like that. Some, it, was just a, it was a bridge too far for our stalwart commander-in-chief. Let's go now to Joseph Biden. Totally coherent and not dementia-ridden moron. As his brain shorts out and malfunctions while attempting to say the word kleptocracy. Let's watch. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. 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 Kleptocracy. And klep- <laughs> the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> <laughs> the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> no. No. You old corrupt moron but let's play this clip again and listen to what he says in the very beginning of this what's the what is the what's the strategy for america to bring this horrific and devastating war to an end it's to to become pirates it's to steal their luxury yachts let's watch we're going to seize their yachts their luxury another ill-begotten gains of putin's kleptocracy yeah 
Yeah. 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 And club, the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> Uh, kleptocrats was that the word he was going for an embarrassment to our country that's uh, that's putting it lightly as infowars reports white house embraces piracy unveil unveils plans to sell seized russian assets and give proceeds to ukraine she's like we're stealing their houses we're stealing their yachts no one can stop us we are the new world order we are the global government. If we want to take your yacht, we'll take your yacht. If you disobey us, it doesn't matter how hard you've worked. It doesn't matter if you've earned it or if you've gotten it through corruption. If you're on our crap list, we're taking all of your stuff. And when it's all in digital form, it'll, be, it'll make it that much easier to seize. This is modern warfare. Folks, you think you can get away with this? Well, if your grandfather is a Russian person, prepare to have your yacht seized. Prepare to be ejected from school. Prepare to not be allowed in tennis tournaments anymore yeah because of your ethnic makeup again very interesting precedents they're setting your enemies of the new world order they'll seize your luxury yacht because they can because they have the power to do it i want to go now to a clip of uh, russell brand because this is all intricately tied in together this is the new tactic of the new world order this is the way that they will enforce their dictates this is the way they will silence dissenters not through overt military action if it can be avoided but through quiet and peaceful seizing of your means of survival and forcing you to come begging to them i'll do anything you want just don't leave me destitute broken and alone That's the method of the New World Order. And like I said, once all of our assets are no longer even tangible, we can't even hold on to them, but they're all in digital form, it'll just be a click of the button, and we'll have no way to fight back. Here is uh, 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 Russell Brand making this point. The world has recently learned through Canadian authorities' action when bank accounts of participants in a civil protest were frozen that this is perfectly doable, even without centralised government-issued digital money. But imagine if that form of currency were the only one available. The unprecedented level of financial mass surveillance itself would be almost insignificant compared to the potential damage done by replacing all other forms of currency, including fiat money and cash as one of its manifestations, say critics. I know a lot of you talked about one of the less addressed aspects of the last couple of years was the erosion and removal of free cash money, that it was a byproduct or side effect of the pandemic conditions. Here, what's being discussed is the potential for us to have no actual physical relationship with our money. It will be something that was ideological and the key holder of that ideal would be the government. So if you agree with the government, that's all cool. But what if one day the government changes its mind? This would remove private banks and physical cash as middlemen, leaving citizens alone in the room and all the money they have to their name with the state. Sometimes you have to marvel at the efficacy of the state. Cryptocurrencies were obviously a response to the imperfections of the banking system, a way to negate, avoid and circumvent those imperfections. Now the state is using that very technology to further centralise power, to enhance the ability to surveil, to close down dissent and to supersede the banking model. And from that point on, they would have to trust that state implicitly and explicitly not to misuse that massive power. 
But that is becoming a less and less likely option for more and more people, exhausted by, but also wiser to, the various forms of creeping authoritarianism that the pandemic and response to it has brought in some expected places, like China, but also some unexpected ones, like Canada. Are you starting to understand? Are you starting to get what's going on here? Are you starting to understand that it, none of this is a coincidence? None of this is just happening independently of anything else? They're not creating a disinformation board to go after the free speech of Americans at the same time as they're instituting a policy of digitalization of the currency and you know, uh, codifying into practice the ability to seize people's assets for opposing the state. You get how these two things are intricately intertwined and the way they are behaving with Russia and Ukraine is a egregious violation of all of the standards that we've had since World War II. Like you get the way they're treating Russia, Russians right now. It's just exactly the same way that Jews were treated in Nazi Germany. That's just like, well, you know, it's you might not have actually done anything wrong, but you are a Jew, so you can't play in our tennis tournament anymore. You are a Jew, so we'll be stealing your yacht because if you're a Jew and you have a yacht, those are ill-gotten gains, and we'll be taking them from you. What's the actual way you made your money? It doesn't matter. You're part of the bad group of people now. We've identified you. We will be destroying you materially. And this is the crazy thing is people just don't see it. They're like, how did the Nazis ever get away with what they got away with? I don't understand. And they're like, oh, but do you want to do you want to kill all the Russians? Do you want to take the Russian foreign minister's granddaughter's uh, schooling away? Like that's what they did, right? They're celebrating the fact that this college girl in UK has been kicked out of her college and kicked out of her dorm and uh, had all of her assets seized. She had nothing to do. She has nothing to do with the war at all, but it's not about stopping the war. It's about punishing an ethnic group. And somehow we've all fallen for this. Like we don't know history. We don't know where this goes. If I had to describe with just one word, the brainwashing, the mind control, the asleep prance that the general public is in, the best word would actually be the people are lost. Just like you're lost to sleep or lost in a bad nightmare or you're in a car wreck and get knocked out and you've lost your bearings because you are totally dizzy and confused. You have a concussion. And that's what the globalists have done. They have stunned us. They have put us into a position of not knowing our bearings. And then Klaus Schwab recently came out and gave a speech he called The Great New Narrative, where he brags how the public is lost, how the culture and the media uh, has been driven to make sure the people are all alone so they can now guide humanity over the edge of a cliff. That's what their Great Reset is. They need darkness to thrive. The light lives at Infowars.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Remember, you support everything we do here by going to InfoWarsStore.com. And now has there's never been a greater time before now than now to support InfoWars with the creation of a disinformation bureau within our government headed by the Department of Homeland Security 
no less. This has been what InfoWars has been warning you about for a very long time. Of course, it's exactly why we had to be destroyed, why we had to be deplatformed everywhere, why we continually have to be the subject of completely malicious and lying hit pieces continually from the lying press. It's because we told you what was coming. It's because we warned you what was going to happen, and we gave you the tools you needed to fight back against it. Unfortunately, their smear campaign has been so successful that even as our predictions unfold in real life, people still want to call us disinformation purveyors. And now they've impaneled a government body to go after people like us. This is the fight for the republic. This is the fight of the people against the real kleptocracy of the multi-multi-millionaires like Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden who have been in political office since a decade before I was born. These people are so utterly and completely corrupt. My only hope is that the further they push, the more weapons they're forging that can be wielded against them. And that's all that it takes. It's a matter of will. It's a matter of political talent, just getting the right person into office who can wield the power that is granted him by the American people and turn it against the real enemies of America, not some far-off Russian oligarch, but the people in office right now who use their position as representatives of the American people to squeeze us dry and to drain us of every ounce of wealth that they can rob from us. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Support this program. Support this messaging. Support this mission to uncover and destroy politically the people who are doing this to us without any pushback. InfoWarsStore.com. Get X2. It's on sale right now. 25% off. Back in stock. Stay tuned. Of course, we have lots of videos to show you and uh, some great guests. Dan Lyman and Savannah Hernandez will be joining us. We'll go out to your phone calls now, and uh, I'll show you some videos on the other side. Let's go down to Cosmic in Ohio. It says, the, the plethora of everything. I don't know what that means, but it sounds cosmic. Thanks for calling in. Cosmic, you're on the air. Good morning, Harrison. Yes, this is Cosmic, and that's comic with an S, and that S stands for sarcasm. <laughs> Good. <clears throat> Remember Mr. Uh, sarcasm from a few weeks back? And uh, I wanted to help you get caught up on uh, some of the stories that have fallen through the cracks. Uh, there was a Kintanji Brown Jackson, Supreme Court nominee. Yep. Now the Supreme Court is going to be spelled S U P R E M E O E. You lost me. <laughs> I don't get it. E O E. Equal opportunity employer now. Oh, I see, I see. Yes, yes. Sarcasm, sarcasm, right? Yeah, Remember a while back in the hearing? It's so too early to try know. to spell things in my mind. Let's see, you, you <laughs> went right over my head with that one, Cosmic. Oh, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's memeable. Make a meme. A, a while back in the hearing, Zoe Lufgren said that human beings were actually infrastructure. Do you remember that? Yes, yeah, of course. Well, if anyone's ever seen Zoe Lofgren, you know, if uh, that's true, Zoe Lofgren is an igloo. You lost me again, Cosmic. I don't know. You're, you're, oh, I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, to be honest with you. Who is that? Uh, Zoe Lofgren said that human beings were actually infrastructure. I got that. In a hearing. Yeah. And I said, well, well if that's true, she's an igloo. <laughs> I don't get it. 
Human, she's a human being. She said human beings are infrastructure. <laughs> they go right, the right. building. I get it. I, I get it. I don't know, Cosmic. I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you need to work on your one-liners a little bit. I appreciate, uh-huh. the, I appreciate the try, though. I do. I don't know. Well, you know. All right. Well, you get one I'm, more I'm, chance. One more chance, Cosmic. Well, the, 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 the Gates divorce. Yep, Gates divorce. Very timely. That uh, she wanted more money in that um, divorce because she actually came up with the Microsoft name, okay. and it was named after Bill's Wee Wee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's both micro and soft. Okay, all and, right. Uh, yeah. And uh, you're, you're catching up. You're catching up. Come on, come on. Let me, let me, yeah, let me, I don't let know me if I'm going. catching up or not. Uh, the, thanks, the, for, the, thanks for calling, though, Cosmo. The, the very first. All right, we got to move on. First. We got to move on. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, we'll, yeah, better luck next time. Let's go to uh, Bobby in Texas, who wants to talk about black magic and spell casting. I think I might just have a spell cast on me, Bobby. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Yo, what's up, man? I, I, you should have kept him on, man. The last one was home run. I don't know what you're talking about. That guy was great. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was okay. It was okay. I don't know. All right, I just want to talk about the um, – everyone just be very careful because they're casting spells with their hands. If you look at, like, even Russell Brand, his hands are out of control. I can't even watch him. The, I mean, his information is pretty good, but the hands, the gestures that he's doing, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to even look into what he's doing, but – I mean, there's guys that, like, um, Ron DeSantos, Trump, Rogers, don't forget about it. You watch that guy's hand, it's unbelievable. And just be careful with um, the incantations, like the word podcast. That's an incantation. Pod also could be your house, your apartment. And what are they doing? They're casting spells over you. Everything is a distraction. The only way to save this country is to stop the lobbying. If you do not stop the lobbying, we're just blowing smoke up each up, up everyone's rear ends. Because everybody is bought and paid for before they even get in there. Yeah, and it's, and it's real easy to fix, man. You stop the lobby, right? One term limit, and uh, you, uh, everybody has to be from the community. You have to live there for ten years. You have to be. You have to get a hundred signatures vetted from people that are in the community, right? You put your name in a hat. You make it a civic duty. If you're an upstanding citizen and you pass all the checks, all, all, all the you know all the protocols. Then you, when your when your name's called, you go in and you serve your community. Because this, as long as as, <laughs> as these guys are bought and paid for, we're going to keep getting spell cast, and we're going to be we're going to be led wherever they want to lead us to. Well, all, this is all spell casting. Everything the Will Smith slap, the all this stuff is spell casting. I mean the the drinking blood. We need to focus right now. It's real simple. We stop the lobbying. We save our country. We keep the lobbying. We're, we're at the we're at the mercy of the beast. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. The lobbying goes even deeper than people think. It's not just about giving money to politicians when they go into office. You know, read RFK's book and learn how, you know, these um, organizations within the government have been completely captured by the corporations that they're supposed to be overseeing. The lobbying is is very, very deep indeed, and I uh, I agree. Thanks for that call, Bobby. Let's go to Patty in North Jersey who says uh, Biden's plans are a crock of crap. Thanks for calling in. Patty, you're on the air. Hey, how's it, Harrison? How's it going? Good, thank Good you. Good to talk to you again. Good to hear from you. All right, yeah, yeah. I think that this, uh, I think that this disinformation campaign has some really bad timing. You know, the fact that us Americans were very happy that we get free speech on Twitter, and we uh, we have all these other beautiful things happening around free speech, just to go and have Mayorkas and uh, the other leader of the. Uh, 
the brigade to take down free speech. And, you know, us as stupid Americans, we think that, you know, Twitter is the way. We think that it's okay. It's kind of like back in, I, I wasn't really paying attention to the 80s, but from what I get, it seems like Russia and China got the world and we got uh, prop rights to a stupid hockey game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, uh, that's where I think this is going. It has the same, it smells, it has the same stench. And I just want to say it's really nice to hear Alex talk about crypto now on his uh, promos and plugs. To hear Alex say the words XRP really resonate hard. You know that I call and talk about crypto all the time. I think. Hey, what do you know? What really do you know about? What, doing. what do you know about what hap- what's happening with Madison Cawthorn? Is he getting raked over the coals, uh, coals for promoting some sort of cryptocurrency? Uh, I do not. I'm unaware of that. Who would you say it was? Uh, Madison Cawthorn, the representative, I just saw uh, Oiled Field Rando on Twitter said, Nancy Pelosi built a $120 million net worth through insider trading over decades in, quote, public service. But that's no big deal. But Madison Cawthorn must be expelled for pumping a crap coin on Bird app. So I know Madison Cawthorn, they're talking about he's uh, doing insider trading. Apparently, that's something to do with uh, crypto. Look up in that and call us back, Betty. The UN estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds, so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from Deep Earth Crystals, more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is. So I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier. You have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. The ultimate fluoride-free charcoal mouthwash is now available at InfoWarsStore.com and Dr. Jones now. Naturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine. It is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by Dr. Jones Naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean. This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, thyme oil, xylitol, and of course, high quality charcoal. Not only fluoride-free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new activated charcoal mouthwash right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, welcome back. Lots of stories to cover, lots of videos to show you. Dan Lyman and Savannah Hernandez joining me later in the program, taking your phone calls as well. And I'm glad you're here with me to join me in this this effort I'm gonna make. I'm really gonna make an effort. In the next 15 minutes, not to call for violence. It's, it's going to be hard, folks, but 
do you understand what they're doing to us? Do you understand how arrogant and destructive the people in charge really are? These human worms have insinuated themselves into the halls of power and are just with complete abandon and without even the the semblance of adherence to the Constitution are just actively engaged in the complete destruction of our nation. And then they sit in front of Congress and attempt to justify their, their moves. Alejandro Mayorkas is an existential threat to the republic. Him alone. Of course, it's the system. Get rid of him. You'll get somebody even worse in charge. But this one guy, as head of Homeland Security, has completely opened our border, has completely flooded our country with illegal immigrants, is spending billions and billions and billions of our dollars to give phones and wads of cash and plane tickets to foreigners who want to come here and settle without going any, through any of the proper vetting processes. He's let in domestic terrorists. He's completely, completely ignored the multiple horrific terrorist attacks that have claimed the lives of dozens of American people in just the last year alone in favor of demonizing and criminalizing the native population of this country. He's literally an existential threat to the republic. He and his cronies as they now work to implement a disinformation board that will censor anybody speaking up against their attack. And it's, it's nothing less than that. Let's go down to clip number eight as we see this human worm, this infiltrator, actually claim that it's people criticizing politicians that is the reason they're creating the disinformation board, amongst others. Let's watch. A, and my uh, time a is rise. quite limited. We are seeing a rise in misinformation and disinformation uh, that is um, uh, attempting to strike at the integrity of the election system and people's uh, right to vote. And we're seeing on social media posts calling election officials corrupt and calling for violence against candidates and election officials. Isn't that correct? Uh, that is, Congressman, which is exactly why I addressed the secretaries of state throughout this country a few weeks ago uh, to speak with them about the efforts that we are making uh, to provide them with physical security, the resources and information they need to ensure uh, the safety of the electoral system over which they preside. And, Mr. Secretary, uh, mimicking false claims of ex-President Trump, We continue to see social media posts claiming, quote, if our election systems continue to be rigged and continue to be stolen, then it's going to lead to one place and it's bloodshed. Correct. Uh, Congressman, we're very well of the spread of false narratives that um, have as one of their goals uh, an effort to radicalize individuals to violence. And, And as I understand, online Uh, radicalization and how it works, Mr. Secretary, is it fair to say that believers of such disinformation uh, could become lone wolves and take it upon themselves to act on these calls for violence against election workers? That is a potential that we are uh, guarding against materializing, Congressman. That is why 
Uh, we have so many different efforts underway to equip local communities uh, to identify individuals who very well could be descending into violence uh, by reason of ideologies of hate, false narratives, or, or other um, disinformation and misinformation propagated on social media and other platforms. Did you hear what he just said? I mean, do we not see what's going on here? Like, do do I really have to actually explain what you just heard? You have people out there calling election officials corrupt. Yes, well, we're doing something about that. You're not allowed to call elected officials corrupt in this country. This is America after all. One thing we know is that you have to be suicidally obsequious to our elected officials. You're not allowed to question elected officials. They literally say – Some of these ideas that they're propagating could lead to lone wolves attacking people. Are you doing it? Yes, we're empowering local communities to identify potential people who are going down a dangerous path of ideology that could result in violence. Do you understand what they're saying? Do you get it yet? If you criticize them, if you disagree with them, if you spread information that's contrary to the information they're spreading, doesn't matter if it's true or not. That makes you a danger. It's the equivalent of violence. You might potentially become violent, so we'll have to step in before it gets to that eventuality. We'll have to step in to people who have these dangerous ideas and treat them presumptively as terrorists. Because of all the threats of violence towards election officials. Which ones? Can you point to any? Oh, there, there aren't any? Oh, you have one or two anonymous Twitter accounts? saying something that could somehow be construed as violence what about the uh terrorists that mowed down children at at a christmas parade what about a terrorist that have opened fire in a subway car what about the actual violence and terrorism going on spurred on and inspired by the media's language by language like people from alejandro mayorkas who continually tells the American people that it's white Christian Americans that are the biggest threat and their mere existence represents white supremacy and must be destroyed. The one thing you quoted there was somebody saying, if we don't fix our election system, the only outcome is violence. That's true, but there's two options here. The first option is that in the absence of the ability to pick our own leadership – In the absence of any sort of representative government where the people's voice is heard, when the elected representatives of our country are usurped and overridden by unelected bureaucrats and their cronies in the halls of power, then yeah, maybe the tree of liberty needs to be refreshed with a little bit of their blood. That's one option. But the other option is that the electoral system continues to be rigged. It continues to be run by criminals like Alejandro Mayorkas who seizes the levers of power and uses it to dissect the American republic because that's also violence. 
but they have a quieter violence, don't they? They have a, a calmer violence. The violence they're worried about is groups of Americans, militia members, that sort of thing, getting together, you know, blocking a road, stopping a, a motorcade, pulling Andra, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas out, and uh, doing a little bit of street justice. That's the violence they're worried about. I'm worried about the violence of some innocent kid posting a meme on Twitter and getting a knock on his door from a troop of agents with assault rifles who drag him away to a cell and keep him there alone for a year and a half. See, that's the type of violence they're okay with. That's good violence. That's state violence. That's the violence that they're completely in favor of. Because that's not terrorism. That's not you know, this, this dangerous thing we have to try to fix. That's, that's good state-controlling violence. So violence is definitely the outcome whether it's violence from the American government on the American people or from the American people on the American government, who's to say? All we know is that the people leading us down the path towards this violence are the people who are obstinately and pointlessly and suicidally refusing to address even a single one of the concerns of the American people. Very real concerns about very real problems in our very corrupt system, which instead of allowing it to come to light, and actually trying to work to correct the system, the Democrats and the spy agencies have combined their power with the media and the big tech companies and the corporations decide that pointing out their corruption is the real threat. Identifying and fighting back against their corruption is an existential threat to their corrupt system. And in order to save their corrupt system, they will destroy everything and everyone who stands in their way. There are not words to describe how ruthless and despicable these people are. Just because they had to talk like lawyers, their heart isn't a lump of black coal, and your death is on the table. Over the years, InfoWars has produced more than 200 amazing Patriot Americana, Second Amendment, pro-liberty-themed T-shirts, ball caps, flags, you name it. All of the apparel and the flags are being sold at cost right now. That's just regular plain Jane shirts. Uh, that is all sorts of designer uh, shirts that cost us $15, $20, $25 to produce. We used to sell for $40. We're selling them for $15, selling them for $20. Whatever the shirt costs us. If a shirt costs $5, we're selling it for $5 for us to actually produce. If it costs $10, we're selling it for $10. And we've got hoodies, and we've got long sleeves, and we've got short sleeves. We've got them all, and we've got to liquidate them all. And they're limited edition because we're never going to make any of these designs again. We are going to come out with some new designs that will be limited, limited edition in the future. We've got to sell this to keep InfoWars on the air. Plus, it spreads the word. InfoWarsStore.com. Your historic apparel now. InfoWarsStore.com. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. On April 26th, China recorded the first human infection with H3N8, a new strain of the bird flu. According to China's health authority, a four-year-old boy in contact with chickens and crows raised at his home was found to be infected after developing a fever and other symptoms on April 5th. 
This particular strain of the bird flu has been found in horses, dogs, birds, and even seals. But this was the first human infection. In the United States, as of early April 2022, an outbreak of a highly contagious bird flu has accounted for the death of 23 million birds from Maine to Wyoming, chickens and turkeys mainly, who were killed in an act of precaution. But no human infections have been reported so far. Almost a year ago, in June of 2021, a 41-year-old man in eastern China was confirmed to have H10N3 another bird flu strain, and he was also the first case. However, the last major human epidemic of bird flu was in China from 2016 to 2017 with the H7N9 virus. It infected almost 2,000 people and killed more than 600, according to the United Nations statistics. And based on the World Health Organization's research, in 2018, the H7N9 bird flu was reported to kill more than 40% of those who contracted it in China, causing a new cycle of global panic just about two years before the massive corporate media and world government's overreaction to COVID. Later that year, back in 2018, the World Health Organization decided to name the possible emergence of a deadly new bird flu strain, Disease X, a term used for years to refer to any number of unknown future pathogens that could cause an international health crisis, X simply meaning that it's unexpected. In 2017, during China's deadly bird flu epidemic, Bill Gates was well aware of the H7N9 outbreak as he spoke often about the possibility of a pandemic. At a security conference in Germany, he said, quote, Whether it occurs by the quirk of nature or at the hand of a terrorist, epidemiologists show through their models that a respiratory spread pathogen would kill more than 30 million people in less than a year. And there is a reasonable probability of that taking place in the years ahead. Less than three years later, the COVID pandemic began. And according to Bill Gates' own statements before COVID, a small non-state actor could build a deadly contagious disease in a biolab, just like COVID was made. So is the new breakout of bird flu in China, the H3N8 strain, the disease X the WHO has been waiting for? And was it built in a biolab as Bill Gates predicted with Stephen Colbert? You try to warn us about this pandemic um, and we didn't listen. What's the next thing you're warning us about that's going to happen five years from now that we're not listening to at the present? The idea of a, a bioterrorist attack is kind of the nightmare scenario because they're a pathogen with a high death rate would be ticked. Now, the good news is, okay. I'm not trying to depress you, it's tough enough Too late. Right now, Too that late. most of the work we're going to do to be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. Most of the work we'll do to be ready for that are also the things we need to do uh, to minimize the threat of, of bioterrorism. Perhaps the New World Order will blame Russia for releasing some sort of bird flu bioweapon. We've heard President Biden has warned there are clear signs Russia is preparing to use chemical and biological weapons in Ukraine. Now he's talking about new false flags he's setting up, including he's asserting that we, America, have biological as well as chemical weapons in Europe. Simply not true. I guarantee you 
They're also suggesting that Ukraine has biological and chemical weapons in Ukraine. That's a clear sign he's considering using both of those. The White House is warning that Russia may use chemical or... You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back. Preempting our own uh, intro here. I'm just so excited to welcome to the studio the one and only Savannah Hernandez. Here she is, back and better than ever. Uh, and what a what a what a terrible day for you to join us, Savannah. Because <laughs> I'm already on the cusp of saying things I should probably regret. And you you never tend to, to calm me down any. You you ramp things up a little bit, but yeah. we're very glad you're here. Welcome welcome back to the show. Thank you. We were just talking about in the break how this is my first time being back in the studio in Which a while. Crazy. I'm very happy to be back. You know, this was actually the original studio where I started producing in, yeah. where I got my start. So I love coming back here. It's my favorite. Well, uh, boy, have you been up to some great stuff in the meantime. Been on Tucker Carlson, of course, making huge splashes with your reports in California and everywhere else. How was California, Savannah? Was it fun? It was a beautiful utopia, just like you would expect. Uh, You know, the Democrats are running that state beautifully. I actually got to go to San Francisco, where I personally watched people do meth, fentanyl, uh, you know, a couple of other drugs. I learned about the fentanyl slump, which is, or the fentanyl crawl, my apologies, where basically people take so much fentanyl that they're just slumped over for a couple hours, like six to eight hours per day, and they're kind of just cracked out. So that was a really interesting time for me. And then I also, you know, we have AB 2223. that's going to be passed in California. They're trying to pass that right now. And uh, I went and I asked Californians, of course, how they feel about abortion. How are we feeling about murdering innocent babies? To which they responded, let's murder them 10 months out of the womb. So um, spiritually, after that week, I wanted to die. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, I can only imagine. And it's and like the place that you're going... Cause you called me while you were in California. You just describe you're like, yeah, Skid Row. I was down there for a little while, like <laughs> yeah. midnight last night. I was walking around with the crack dealers. It was just like, and you have like a big strong man with you, right? Like it's not just you alone. I I worry about you, Savannah. You go into these crazy places, uh, and but somehow you make it out alive. But mm-hmm. my God. W- you, you have a lot of people very concerned about the danger you put yourselves in to, to get some of these stories. But I guess that's what nece- what's necessary to, to get some of the footage that you get. Yeah, you know what was interesting is that so many people were commenting and they were like, hey, thank you so much for being willing to go on the front lines and report on this. And my thing is, why is every journalist not doing this already? Right. This is such a big story. And so many people are asking me, come to Portland, come to Seattle, come to Chicago. And I'm like, how about other people <laughs> and report on this? Because I don't want to be the one that's solely doing Like, I will retweet you if you go do that. Yeah, yeah, because it was just like, you know, as much fun as it was um, being in, I didn't even know what I would call that area, just, you know, Fentanyl Central, George Floyd Square, if you will. Um, (laughs) It was was very draining. You know, here I am interviewing a guy with a crack pipe. I just thought that would be an opportune moment to get the interview. And um, it... It was really sad to see, actually, the state of America, the state of these people, what the uh, state, what our government is allowing to prosper. Um, 
I've also been at the border here in Texas, and we know that the reason all of this fentanyl is flooding into our country is because our borders are wide open. I personally got to watch that as well as, uh, you know, a couple of Cubans walked on over, kissed the ground, started praying and praising as they waited for Border Patrol to come pick them up. So I've really gotten to watch the various angles of how we are being degraded internally um, with my own two eyes. And like I said, I really do have to take breaks because I'm like, I'm kind of spiritually dead after hearing and seeing this. Yeah. Personally, it's hard. For sure. I mean, even me just like doing this show every day, it's like as soon as the show's over, man, I just I, I got to zone out for a little while and just not think <laughs> yeah. about this stuff because it really it's crushing, man, having to deal with all of this stuff. Uh, h- how are you dealing with it? I mean, you know, other than just having to like have some sort of spiritual renewal, like do you have any any hope for America left anymore? I had hope for America because, and I was telling you this too, right? So I had taken a week off from the actual news. I was focused in on California. I was on the ground. Usually when I'm doing that type of reporting, I don't have time to do the in-depth research um, that we see on this desk before us Uh here today, right? So I had a little bit of hope for America because I was like, you know, this is really bad. But if anything, we highlight how bad Democrats are. 2022 midterms are coming up. Okay, amazing. And then I look at how uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is, you know, having to go and testify for her role in the January 6th insurrection. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this isn't even about Donald Trump. This is about any American in the future who has American ideals, who loves freedom, who loves the Constitution, who loves our God-given rights. This is going to stop them from ever being able to run for office. Yeah. And uh, wow, actually, things are doing a lot worse than I thought they were. So, God, that's the crazy. And, uh, you know, stuff comes so fast and, and just like every single day there's something new. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, yeah, as soon as they announce the disinformation board they're creating, it's like I almost forget about the fact that they just put a, a sitting congresswoman through a, a show trial mm-hmm. to force her to, you know, uh, denounce her adherence to America and the love of 1776. Yeah. But like all of these things are happening at the same time for a reason, right? They are all intertwined. They're all part of the same plan moving forward, which is, as you point out, just to destroy the ability of any American who has American ideals from speaking up or getting any any sort of power whatsoever. And it's all being carried out by these well-funded cabals of lawyers in the in the background in cooperation with our deep state and big tech and all this other stuff i mean i i I, uh i'm i just keep almost saying things that i regret savannah how do i (laughs) how do we get out but they're making it impossible they're making it impossible to believe in the american system anymore they're making it impossible to believe that we can peacefully make a change in our government and they're leaving the only option being violence because that's what they want because as soon as people start being violence, they have the excuse they need to crack down on that violence. What the hell do we do, Savannah? I mean... Yeah, you know, it's a very fine line, right? Because on the one hand, people are getting upset. People are very angry with the state of our country and they feel like the government is doing nothing to protect us or help us as we have all clearly seen time and time again. So people are called to action. They want to fix things themselves, but then they're labeled domestic terrorists. And then you have the full force of the DHS and the DOJ investigating you. I mean, look at the fact that we had parents, right? Going to school boards and being like, hi, please don't um, teach my child pornography. Yeah. And the DOJ was like, "Terrorist, you are a terrorist yeah. Or sorry. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we do, dude. I really don't know. Personally, I think the best thing that, well, what I've kind of rationalized with myself is like, okay, 
What I can do is lift weights, get super swole. So when push comes to shove and I ever need to battle a leftist, I can do that very easily. And more importantly, (laughs) you know, we bring in the next generation. We raise up the next generation. We are um, winning in certain aspects right now. Look at what's happening in Florida. Look at the strong leadership there. That's always something hopeful to look at. Look what's happening with Elon and Twitter. Um, You know, that in itself is a big move in the right direction for us because you know, people, whether you love or hate Elon, he is helping us take back the narrative, not even the narrative. I don't even like saying that, right? Just take back the truth and give both sides an open dialogue again, which is why we've seen such a meltdown and tantrum from the left. So um, we are having small wins here and there. Uh, so I really just try to focus in on those because I did find like, you know, after watching people OD on the streets and then coming in, listening to the news cycle, it is very easy to be like, burn it down, start the rapture. Yeah, right. And like even with the Elon Musk thing, it's like at this point, it's like I don't want I don't want to give these people equal platform. Like yeah. they they have had their chance. They have tried to destroy us. They do everything they can to deceive and and you know, manipulate the American people. I'm like, you know, I've always been a, fr- a free speech warrior. I'm always want people to have free speech, but we're getting to the point where it's just like, no, you know what? If they're going to create these powers for themselves to abuse the conservatives, our only option is to take control of these power structures they're creating and turn them on the people they created them. I mean, which, which sucks. It's not, it's not the, the, you know, equation to, to get to a, a nice America that we used to have, but at the same time, it may be our only option against actively being physically destroyed and killed by these people. Well, see, and this is what I talked about with Tucker too, because I realized the entire problem with the right wing, the entire problem with Republicans as a whole is that we wait for the left to give us permission on when we can and cannot talk about something, when we can and cannot say something. So the right wing just needs to start going harder and saying, oh, I can't say retarded. Now I'm going to say it every single day of my life. You're <laughs> right. retarded, sorry. <laughs> right. And so that's what we need to do. I mean, I know that's like a really dumb, you know, uh, description of what we should be doing, but that in itself, like that word, right? The language, the manipulation of it, the fact that we capitulated to that is why we are here today. The left does a great job of painting us as these mean domestic terrorists who are ruining America. Embrace that label. Embrace it then. Yeah. Okay. If raising a traditional family is domestic terrorism, then I guess we're all domestic terrorists. We're going to embrace the label then and we're going to take it back over. Yeah. Well, and and that's the other thing is that Republicans, I mean, they have, they they have a ball sitting there on the tee, just ready to be knocked out of the park. They could run on all of this stuff. They're creating a ministry of truth. They're, uh, you know, impaneling these show trials to stop people running for Congress. Open this is border. a open board. It's a yeah. full on takeover. Republicans could actually fight this stuff and actually have electoral pow- power. More on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWarsStore.com is offering the biggest sales in its over 20 year history. And that is because the economy is breaking down, inflation is exploding, the supply chains have broken down, and InfoWars is having serious trouble making its payroll and paying for operations. And I do not want to implode or downsize in the face of the globalists making their main move. InfoWars, it's paradoxical, is more popular than ever. It is reaching more people than ever despite the censorship. But because of cost increasing and having to run our own infrastructure and pay for our own bandwidth and everything else, we are running out of money. So listen, up to 75% off at InfoWarsStore.com on things like amazing Patriot t-shirts that help spread the word and fund the operation, on supplements, on books, on films. Everything is 25 to 75% off right now. The biggest sale in our history at InfoWarsStore.com. Thank you for your support. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. 
Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro-God. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith, here joined by InfoWars alumni. Alumnus? What's, what's the right term? Alumni? Alumnus? <laughs> no, That's right. Well, it's Savannah Hernandez, regardless. Uh, very, very happy to have her back. And... Uh, I just got to tell you from all of us, it's been such a pleasure to see you leave Info. Well, it wasn't a pleasure to see you leave InfoWars, but <laughs> since then, you have just made a huge splash going on Tucker Carlson, all this stuff. It's, we, we, we look on it with pride, and you really have uh, done a, a bunch of amazing things. What's next for Savannah Hernandez? Well, I do have a very special trip coming up next week. You guys will see um, what that entails. Probably. Is, it, is it Ukraine? What are you going to go to Mariupol? <laughs> I'm not like, going to Ukraine. Just the most dangerous. Syria. Where are you going now? Oh, Libya? Back to San Francisco. No, I will be yeah, back right. in California, actually, um, because I am interested in this fentanyl crisis story. I did get a little bit of a news tip about how USC seems to be having a problem with a couple of their students uh, mm. dropping dead from fentanyl, and they're trying to keep it covered up. So we might go, uh, you know, cover that a little bit. All right, don't, don't, don't. Don't give too much away yeah, now. Yeah, we might go cover that a little bit. I'm not sure yet. But, um, you know, just more on-the-ground stuff. I heard Donald Trump's going to be here in Austin in a couple weeks. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, just on the street, on the ground, covering what nobody else will. And how can people find you? Because you, like myself, just continually deleted off of Twitter, canceled off social media. You're too effective. You're too powerful. They can't have you on there. So how can people find your uh, your material? So I'm on Truth Social at Sav Says. That has become my second biggest platform. Instagram at Sav with one N. Um, I'm posting up all of my reporting there. Of course, my website, SavSaysOfficial.com. And then uh, my podcast, Rapid Fire with Savannah Hernandez, my YouTube channel. I'm all over the place, guys. I'm all over the place. And most importantly, I do have my Bandot video channel up and running again. It's still Excellent. under Action 7 because I haven't had time to make new graphics for like, you know, Savannah Hernandez. So Action 7, go check out the Bandot video channel. Um, but getting back to Alex too. Dude, I, every single day of my life, am so grateful because I remember having this conversation with Alex in the break room, actually, back when I first got my start, because he originally wanted me to report and I was so nervous to do it. And I ended up producing for Owen because I didn't want to report because I was scared and nervous. And I remember Alex being like, you know what? That's okay. But Alex always believed in me before I did. And so even again, like I bring up Tucker because he is 
you know, one of the biggest names in the industry, but it's like, even on Tucker's show, it's like, I still have to shout out Alex and be like, if it was not for Alex Jones, I would not be sitting at this desk um, because he believed in me before anybody else did. And I just am so grateful for that. So I always have to hype up Alex every time. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Alex has been the launching point of a lot of people's careers and yours is uh, just the latest and is seemingly on a, on a massive trajectory. So, uh, yeah, we're just... It, it is it's kind of fun to be like yeah, i knew savannah before i knew before she was famous <laughs> you know it was it was pretty cool she you know she she Harrison actually mentored me on yes, basic right. history because I was like, I'm not sure. Dude, Media Matters actually cut out my clip and they were like, this girl's an idiot. She said she didn't know about politics five years ago and now she's on Tucker Carlson. And I'm like, yeah, people do this thing where they learn right. and they grow. <laughs> you guys don't know anything about that, but that's a thing. You weren't born knowing about politics. You <laughs> had to actually research know? and learn it and you're humble about it and you don't act like oh, you know everything. That's, I know, it's it's uh, shocking for these people. Yeah, you, you must have gotten, you must be gaining more enemies are you are you seeing more uh, attacks on you as you see your your fame rising well yes and no people try to attack me and slander my character but one i don't care and two <laughs> i'm deleted already off of twitter so it's like oh what are you gonna do delete my twitter account you can't it's already gone so i mean it's kind of cool that again alex has made bandot video and all of these various channels and alternative medias have been created so that way people who have been banned and have been pushing back against the narrative have a place to go live, have a place to get their work out. So, um, you know, Infowarsstore.com, go fund that, make sure that stays up because it is so important for independent reporters like myself, for people all over the country who have been silenced by big tech. Uh, you know, Alex really has been at the forefront of making sure that no matter what the cost, the truth always gets out. And so that in itself is so valuable. Absolutely. hundred uh, percent. What do you think about taking calls? Should we... Uh Hear from the InfoWars audience here? Yes, yes. Let's, let's do it. All right, let's go to uh, Henry in Chicago. Thank you so much for calling in, Henry. And let's try to keep the, the call short here because we want to we hear from Savannah. We only have her in studio for so long. Uh, but Henry in Chicago, thank oh. you so much for, for calling in. You are on the air with Savannah. Hi. Uh, good job, Savannah. Uh, I would like to talk about the uh, people are so hyper about the United Nations taking over our Constitution. They can't. Article 6 of the Constitution did not allow anything. The Constitution, the supreme law of the land. Number two, I want to talk about Elon Musk. He's part of DARPA. People need to wake up. He has all the satellites, not to extend 5G, but to control all the countries like Russia. Yeah. And how does he get all this money? Nobody, you, you cannot get so much money and then work for the Defense Department. He's part of DARPA. And yeah. he's a perfect. So people Absolutely. need to wake up, you know. Absolutely. Well, you know, you know, we're we sort of. Uh, I don't know if we ride the fence on Elon, but we certainly aren't like all in. Like, oh my God, Elon is our savior. We we always talk about sort of the weird stuff he's uh, he's into. But Savannah, have you been f- following the Elon Musk takeover of Twitter? Like, what's your what's your opinion on Elon? So my opinion on Elon is that, honestly, I'm really tired of people hating on it and being like, you guys are idiots. This is actually horrible for everybody. I've talked about this before. And again, the fact that Elon is trying to bring both sides of the aisle back forth for a discussion on where we are at and trying to open up the discussion for political discourse. Is Elon Musk perfect? No. Has he said some weird things that I don't agree with? Yes. Has he created Neuralink, which I also don't agree with? Yes. But has he also talked about the uh, dangers of AI and, um, you know, these various other things. Yes. So he's not perfect, 
But again, I feel like he's trying to do what's right in this situation. And if you do look at the tweets that he's putting out, like he just has a basic common sense understanding of where our speech, our free speech is at, specifically on social media um, and these platforms where people are casting ballots based on uh, the information that they're given. Remember that our entire election, oh, I'm on InfoWars, right? So I can say that it was stolen back (laughs) in 2020. um, And we had... Twitter that was uh, suppressing the Hunter Biden story ahead of the election. That poll came out where many people were like, oh, yeah, if I'd known about that story, I probably wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. So I understand that Elon Musk isn't a perfect person. uh, But again, I think that we need to stop hating on every single time we win it's like it's just frustrating i'm like why can't we have anything guys come on right and i always point out there's just like like you said he just has common sense he's just not a a full-on like globalist double speak person right he doesn't he doesn't conform to this like pre-established preordained this is the way we talk about things this is the thing that we believe and it's like just that alone just having common sense and just seeming like a real human being is like a revolution like we just are like thank god finally one of them is not a freaking weirdo moron creep that all speaks in the same you know vocabulary and it's like to me, it's like, why don't other billionaires go, man, I could be the most popular person in America if I'm just not a creepy, weird, t- tyrannical idiot. Well, and think about this too, Harrison. Like if Bill Gates had bought Twitter, obviously everyone would be up and, you know, enraged about this because it's like, well, damn, this is really bad for us now. But then Elon does it and he's actually trying to bring people back. He's actually bringing, uh, you know, again, reopening the floodgates for free speech and people are mad about it and they're like oh well elon did this wrong or that wrong or he's a part of this or that and it's like i understand what you're saying but at the same time understand that this is a good move in the right direction yeah oh yeah yeah i, I think 100 100 is and of course you just have to see how it pisses off the liberals to know uh why we like it he actually tweeted out this meme i don't know if you saw this but it's the uh, basically the Overton window meme where it shows left going way far to the left and people that were previously in the center or even center left, they now consider far right bigots. Uh, and like this alone, the fact that he would retweet this out or tweet this out is like, this is who we want running Twitter. He actually seemingly understands things. All right, we'll be back more from Savannah Hernandez on the other side, more of your phone calls too. Stay tuned. The UN estimates that over 2 billion people alive on earth today have cognitive disabilities lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds, so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is, so I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier, you have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. We're back, folks, with Savannah Hernandez taking your phone calls today. Uh, Just 
just feeling like they're not leaving us a lot of options, Savannah. <laughs> it's just, it really feels like it's all coming down uh, at this point. I mean, the fact that we were just talking about during the break, but Republicans, I mean, they have such an opportunity now. Democrats are so disliked. Their policies are so damaging. Their disinformation, as you were pointing out, like just if you just want to say that uh, part on air, right, about like, what would you do if you were running as a Republican right now? Like they're, they've given you everything you need to run a good campaign. And yet the, the, the hardest they'll go is it'll be Mitch McConnell being like, if they do this, they'll regret it because it'll be used against them one time. And it's like, who's going to make them regret it, Mitch? You, you, you old turtle. You're not going to do anything. Just, I mean, Republicans right now have this golden opportunity to reclaim the republic this last hour to go right before we go over the cliff. We could be saved from this madness. And yet they don't seem to even want to try to do that. I knew that Republicans were weak and pathetic when Ted Cruz posted this graphic right during COVID that said, end the federal mask mandate on planes for the vaccinated. Right. As soon as he posted that, I lost all hope. So uh, Ted Cruz was like my gateway into like politics, right? He was like my gateway politician. Right, right. And now I'm like, Ted, you suck. You're (laughs) you're soft. I don't like that you represent Texas. You don't stand for the people and the constituents here. You need to go harder. And what I was talking with you about in the break is, so this disinformation governance board, if I was a politician right now, I would go up and say, you know what's real disinformation? Real disinformation is that Rachel Levine is a woman. That's clearly a man. Disinformation is every single Democrat who said we don't have a border crisis. Disinformation is that we oh, we don't have supply chain issues. Disinformation is that the gas prices rising is because of Russia. No, it's because of Joe Biden. So if I was a Democrat right now, I would run an entire campaign on, okay, you want to have a disinformation governance board? Let's talk about some real disinformation. Our literal health secretary is a man pretending to be a woman, bro. Like, <laughs> our entire country is disinformation. So and you want me, again, it's just like, this is what's so baffling to me right now. It is so easy to discredit the Democrats in any way, shape, or form. And that's why censorship is so important, right? Because their entire argument is so easily debunked. They know that they themselves cannot even argue it. So they just have to silence their opposition. So what people need to do, what Republicans need to do specifically, is start calling out all of the BS the Democrats continue to push and tell them, you know what? That's actual disinformation. Rachel Levine is an ugly-ass man, and he needs (laughs) to be ejected from government. Jen Psaki crying about trans uh, surgery for kids is disgusting. Let's talk about the realities of all of the kids who have detransitioned and had their lives permanently altered, who have dealt with, uh, you know, their own emotional and mental issues because they were taking testosterone. I was listening to a um, interview Michael Knowles had conducted with Helena Kirshner, who was taking testosterone because she was a girl who thought she was a boy. She goes throughout the entire process of how she was indoctrinated and how she was taking these testosterone injections and they were making her go physically insane and she was like cutting herself and going crazy crazy because of how badly these hormones affected her. So if I was a Republican right now, I would say, hey, guess what, Jen Psaki? This is what you support. The real disinformation here is that, oh, you know, Americans not supporting trans surgery for kids is just not representative of America. Actually, it is very representative of America. Americans do not want their kids targeted and indoctrinated. And Republicans need to stand up and realize that because they're freaking pathetic. 
They, they are absolutely pathetic, and it, it is infuriating. Like, it's one thing if you're going to have crazy people on the left trying to implement crazy things. That's what they do. It's All we need is Republicans just to stand up and say no. Just go, nope, nope, that's crazy. <laughs> we and need I'm you not, to do the most basic thing, Republicans. Literally, it's the simplest and most basic thing you could possibly do, and you would have our undying loyalty. Like, we would die for you if you would just stand up for common sense and the First Amendment and our basic constitutional protections. Like, that's – it's just a – it's a feast laying there waiting to be gobbled up by you and you just refuse to take advantage of it and uh, it's resulting in the destruction of our country. But man, you make such a good point about like let's just look at the claims of both sides and which one would be more damaging if it was disinformation, right, with the trans kids thing. The worst thing that could possibly happen if like just take it on its face, say – uh, the, the Republicans, what they say about trans kids is total disinformation. Well, what's the damage that's caused by that disinformation? It's that a trans person has to wait a couple years until they're 18 to transition. That's the worst thing that could happen is that they just don't transition as a child but have to you know, wait until they're 18 to physically mutilate their bodies. Like That's the worst that can happen if, uh, if Republicans are spouting disinformation. But if the left is spouting disinformation, then you're castrating and hormonally altering children before they're – you know, at an age to know what's going on, you're destroying their lives, actual real damage. Uh, and, you, and you could take uh, anything with this, right? The, the election integrity. Yeah. If, if the Republicans are spouting disinformation, what's the worst that can happen? You shore up the election, right? The worst that can happen is that you put in, in place things to make sure for sure the elections aren't rigged. Like that's all we're asking for. It, hey, if, if uh, the election is, is – if it's all fine, if it turns out it's disinformation that the election is rigged, well, then what's the worst that can happen? You put in a couple more things in place. You put in a couple more strictures to make sure the vote is counted for real. Like that's what we're asking. That's the ultimate result of our disinformation. The ultimate result of their disinformation is that you're no longer allowed to question the election integrity and that if it's completely rigged, then you've lost the ability to elect representatives ever again. It's the destruction of the country. So like the damage of – each side's claims, if it were to be disinformation, uh, the left is is on this crusade of destruction, and the right just wants basic r- reality injected back into Dude, our culture. And think about this. Think about the fact that Jen Psaki went in front of the entire country, I believe this was last week, and said, well, I know that we saw the videos of people cheering, ripping their face masks off in airplanes, but public polling shows that the average right. person doesn't actually believe that. That is our government. Our government is boldface and has continued to boldface lie to us. Okay, Joe Biden. Um, no, it's not true that Joe Biden said the N-word. Also not true that Joe Biden has dementia. I know we all watched the video of Joe Biden talking about him and Xi Jinping, like having a feast in the freaking Himalayan mountains or something. I don't know. That never happened. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? So I know you guys are all seeing that, but uh, counter to what you are seeing and hearing yourself, that's that's not true. That's disinformation. Yeah. Propaganda. God, and it's it it's almost the most infuriating thing about it. It's like the Republicans are weak, yes. But the way the Democrats have this like Dolores Umbridge style, like mm, actually, sweetie, that's not true. Okay, it's like I would I would rather be under the Nazis. I would rather some big German dude in a leather jacket, like shut up, you this this is the truth, <laughs> oh, and if you disbelieve gosh. it, you will you will be murdered. Like I'd rather have some strong man than this smiling, weak, kind sort of. Oh, oh you're gonna have to go to jail to now. It's just yeah. because you're a bad person and you hate the earth and you didn't get an electric car. It's just like, ah! yeah, <laughs> it's man. Tyranny with this smiling, happy face is almost worse than just open, brutal tyranny. It's 
because you just makes you feel like impotent. Like you're it's just like, sitting there, like these are the people like, we're losing to. Fearing us violently, they like slowly like slice like slice us yeah. every single day, and then like squeeze lemon. Like Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. It's like when Harry gets punished and he has to carve things into his own hand. I mean, it's, yeah, it's this it's this energy they have that is so infuriating, and people fall for it. I don't get it. I don't get how people see Jen Psaki say the things she does in this condescending sort of tone and they're just like yeah girl you get it it's just like you're like yes queen and i'm like straight to the gulag for you <laughs> yeah right list yeah man Our- kidding guys we're not doing that <laughs> yeah totally totally <laughs> kidding about that yeah, uh yeah, but would never <laughs> but no you, you want that's that's the funny thing actually i meant to say that before when we were playing these videos of uh, alejandro mayorkas saying you know claims of election integrity are are radicalizing people i've never been more radicalized than by watching alejandro mayorkas lie to my face that is what's radicalizing what's radicalizing people what's getting the american people like myself who are diehard first amendment loving constitution loving americans like we're we're moving away from that because of you people because you people will not just stop doing this insanity that you're driving people insane you want to talk about who's driving people to extremism it's you it's your lies it's your deception it's probably the same fbi that is uh you know gaslighting america and then trying to entrap americans right in their fbi terror plots but i don't know i don't know oh my god it's it's utterly infuriating all right we're gonna go to your phone calls uh, after this we've got uh casey who wants to talk about using the word retard decided for that call <laughs> tanya in pennsylvania has a question for savannah hernandez so we didn't forget about you we will go to your phone calls uh, on the other side i do want to remind you go to infowars store com right now support everything that we do here uh infowars the reach that we have it doesn't just stick to our platform it's also people like savannah hernandez taking that message to the mainstream with fox news and tucker carlson and the blaze and taking this all-important mission and message of infowars and taking it out into the real world that's the power of infowarsstore.com the first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791 The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. The U.N. estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds, so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. 
Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is. So I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier. You have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. You know... You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Savannah Hernandez is with me. This will be our final survey, uh, uh, segment. Tell us your um, website again. SavSaysOfficial.com. SavSaysOfficial.com. Awesome stuff. All right, let's take uh, your phone calls, see where they lead. Let's go to uh, – I want to go to Tanya in Pennsylvania. Tanya has a question for you. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Thanks for calling in. Tanya, you're on the air. Yeah, you got it right, Harrison. Um, I have a comment for Savannah, but real quick, I want to apologize for Pennsylvania for foisting the uh, Secretary of Health on the rest of America. (laughs) Um, You guys could have stopped that early on. (laughs) I used to. Tune into the Facebook lives he would do every day just to read the comments. They were hysterical. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but um, anyway, Savannah, I just wanted to say I really enjoyed your interview on Tucker. Thank and you. Um, I just thought it was so great that you gave the huge shout out to Alex and you gave him credit for getting your career started. Um, cause I know he's helped so many people, but most of them, they don't want to acknowledge him or give him any credit, you know? So I just thought that was really cool. That was really cool, Savannah. I agree with Tanya. Hey, the cooler thing is that Alex jump-started my entire career. And again, too, like you said, Tanya, there are a lot of people who Alex did platform. And my favorite thing about InfoWars, too, is that if you're a local activist, Harrison or Owen or even Alex himself will be like, come on my show and just tell me what's going on. I think that that's a great thing. Um, I've realized, you know, being in this industry now for a couple of years, that a lot of people are like, well, if you're not a big enough name, I don't want you on my show. And they'll look down on you. The best thing about InfoWars is that they care about each and every single individual American. And I'm really glad I got my start here because it's always taught me to be humble and to never overlook anybody. So big, you know, props to Alex for really paving the way for people to be humble and to just care about their fellow man. And, you know, you're you're right. And we, we don't do it because we, you know, expect something in return, right? I'm thinking of like, there's a couple people out there, but Candace Owens always comes to mind because we were the only ones that would have her on. She came here. She visited the studio. We went out to dinner with her. Like, you know, we we were really the only ones that that kept her, uh, you know, flame alight for a little while. Now she's huge and and won't mention Infowars, won't talk to Infowars, you know, won't do anything. And it's uh, I'm surprised she hasn't gotten Alex on her show. You would think, right? Yeah. You think you know there'd be some um, some repayment in that respect, but uh, it's. Not even necessarily repayment, but just like a, hey, you know what? You helped me at the beginning of my career. Let me utilize my platform now to help get your voice out. And I mean, yeah, I wouldn't even necessarily say that's repayment. It's just more of like a, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and and it's just smart. It's like that's that's the way that we – actually can can build up coalitions with each other and build up networks and share audiences and you know build consensus and you know help each other yeah. if there's one thing we learn from the left the left is really good at propping each other up and going to bat for one another and refusing to back down when one of their own you know gets uh, you know gets gets trash thrown at them yeah. uh 
Republicans or, or us on the right, like we'll just throw each other under the bus and don't support each other. And so, you know, it's not even about like, yeah, like, well, we help them. Now they help to have to help us. Like they don't have to, but it'd be nice if they did. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's great. You know, that's why we appreciate somebody like yourself so much who actually gives credit to Alex uh, where it's where it's due, where other people take the benefit for, of it and, and run. Um, let's go to another call. Let's go to Casey in Houston. He wants to talk about uh, using the word special education, Casey. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Uh, how's it going, Harrison and Savannah? Good, thank you. Uh, Savannah, I just signed up to the newsletter on Savannah Says. Um, love your reports that you did in California. I do not like the content of them because the people are so pathetic out there. But, uh, yeah, so so I don't really do social media. I kind of de- despise it. But uh, I did decide to join Twitter, and somebody mentioned something about Nancy Pelosi, and I said, well, she's just a full-on retard. <laughs> and then, uh, then I did a little bit of trolling on uh, one of the liberals, and they were all whining about stuff. And I said, you know, quit being a whiny faggot. And um, I'm sorry if I can't use that word, but I'm pretty sure I can. But, you know, we need to bring back pretty those sure words. Did. We need to bring those words back. I mean, come on, people need to grow a spine. Um, I've been an InfoWars supporter for years, was a PrisonPlanet.tv subscriber for probably my whole college career, went to college uh, basically just to see what was going on with it, but that was 10 years ago, and uh, I got to credit Alex for at least letting me know that I could learn, because I was a pretty spelling high school student, didn't really care about much. I'm 40 now, and got a degree, working in office around a bunch of vaccinated, so I had to step out, and I apologize if it's windy. Oh, no, no, that's that's fine. I, I appreciate the, the call, Casey. Uh, Savannah, comments? I would just say that that's hilarious. And um, <laughs> what a lot of people might not be aware of, too, is like I am actually a big advocate for being nice to people and not calling people names. But at the same time, you know, at the same time, if someone does call you a rude name, you know, grow some tougher skin. Get over it. My favorite right. meme, and I always say this, is like Tyler, the creator, that was like, cyberbullying doesn't exist. Just close the computer, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah Stop yeah. being a baby. If somebody calls you a mean name that you don't like, get over it. But isn't it funny? Like, it's funny because you can say these words on the radio. Like, the, the change that America's gone through is like, we've gone from the seven dirty words, right? Mm-hmm. That were, they were indecent words. The, the F word, the, the, the a, a word, the S word, right? You can't say those on uh on the radio but you can say them all over social media yeah you can say words like retard and faggot on the radio because they're they're just words so it's gone from like decency to offense but who's offended by it matters because they constantly offend us they constantly call us horrific things they constantly call us bad names and we're like hey that's offensive and they're like shut up nazi like they could not care less so why should we care about offending them that that to me is the is the sort of ultimate point right I mean, if you're offended when somebody calls you retarded, then stop being retarded. <laughs> then change your actions. What can you <laughs> learn from this? <laughs> Savannah Hernandez comes on InfoWars one time. <laughs> Welcome back, Savannah. And everyone's retarded. <laughs> yeah, right. And ivermectin cures COVID. Uh, yeah, you can. So now you're you're back on InfoWars. Anything you want to say that you're not allowed to say on any other platforms you'd like to express here? Uh, you know, I uh, usually, actually, Harrison, one of the things that I did learn. 
being, you know, bred here at InfoWars in my beginnings yes. is to always say what I want to say. So I actually do say all of this stuff on my YouTube channel, which is why I get deleted all the time. But my opinion of that has always been, because I have a lot of friends in the industry that are like, Sav, you really need to be smart and stop being dumb because YouTube is very lucrative and you need to understand that this is a long game. To which I respond, I don't care because guess what? YouTube is going to continue to change the rules and alter the rules. So why the hell would I follow some rules that they're just going to change in a year and then still get me for so i'm gonna continue to say whatever i want yeah that, that's the only way to to treat it and yeah i i remember actually when went on elijah's show with you as producer there it was like you know you have to have like the youtube mm-hmm. uh, latest terms of service like right there and it's like they have words in the terms of service that you're not allowed to say on youtube their own terms of service breaks their terms of service how are you supposed to to, to like and then i come back on Infowars and i'm like whoo i'm home i can say whatever the hell i want i don't have to worry about saying the i word instead of ivermectin like I, I could see, not handle those structures. Thing. This is the thing that many people don't understand is that you can say all of that if you're brave enough, but the average person isn't. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so they capitulate to it, and it just it just makes the whole whole issue worse. So thank you, Casey, for being a true free speech warrior. Uh, incredible stuff. My God. You know, a lot of people right now, Harrison, are like um, Sean King, right? He was like, um, free speech absolutist. Does that mean anti-Semitism? It, free speech absolutist means like free speech for all. Free speech means free speech. If you don't like it, then don't listen to it. I'm sorry. Like that's kind of where my stand uh, viewpoint is on it. Um, and I just haven't been noticing this from the left where they're just like, well, does free speech mean that you can say this? And I'm like, yes. Yes, it, it yes, actually it does. does. And also like it, it's not about – anti-Semitism. What about like anti-Christianism, right? That's all over uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks that that saying, you know, oh, Christians did this or Christians are bad at this or, you know, the church is, is behind this. Uh, nobody seems to care about that. But when you say it's Jews, then, then suddenly it's anti-Semitism and now oh, you have to stop. So yes, I think people have a right to criticize Christians. They have a right to criticize white people. They have a right to criticize Jews or black people or whoever the hell else they want. That is what free speech is all about. And yeah, it's, it, they don't, they, they want free speech for their particular views and no free speech for anybody else's. It really is as simple as that. Which is why black supremacy has been allowed to prosper in this country and we hate on white people so much and we can't call it out. Actually, one of my posts that got removed on Instagram was uh, we don't have a black supremacy problem in this country. We have a white uh, – We don't have a white supremacy problem. We, we have, have a black, black supremacy yeah, yeah. problem. Yeah, I got that backwards because it's early – Anyway, um, so I posted that on Instagram and it got deleted and taken down for hate speech. And I was just like, did a black person remove this because you were mad because you have black supremacy and I called you out? I don't know. Self-fulfilling uh, prophecy <laughs> here. Oh, my gosh. I, I wish we had uh, more time, Savannah. SavSaysOfficial.com is a website go, you go to. Try to find her on social media. She's out there. She is. You just got to know where to uh, where to look. Just got to know. Uh, man, this has been incredibly fun. Thank you so much for, for coming back. Thank you for being a, a powerful spokesperson for InfoWars out there fighting in the real world. Of course. Thank you for having me as always. It's been fun. It's been great. And uh, I'm going to go take a nap now. I'm not used to being awake this early. Yeah. Welcome to my <laughs> world, Savannah. Early mornings covering the most horrific news you can possibly imagine. We'll be back oh, yeah. on the other side with Dan Lyman. It's Savannah Hernandez, InfoWars alumni. Man, remember when we went and uh, tore that park up? It was like less than two years ago. That it seems awesome. like a million years ago. That was such a fun time. That report's still on Bandot Video. Go to Bandot Video, y'all. <laughs> we will not ever censor Savannah Hernandez. Not once. You can trust that. InfoWarsStore.com. You 
UN run contact tracers aren't coming, they're here. All over the world, from Australia to the United States, from Canada to Germany, these tyrants are tracking everything you do, everywhere you go, and then coming to your house and threatening, in some cases, actually taking people away into the night to their facilities. And they're planning in the next year to expand their shield process where they come and take, quote, healthy people away and put them in facilities for their safety. This is nothing less than martial law. And one big thing you can do to fight back is to get high-quality Faraday cages, many of which are made here in America and are very compliant, meaning U.S. government military grade at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the entire line of Silent Pocket ready to ship to you when you visit InfoWarsStore.com. Again, we have big backpacks. We have special dry bags. We've got them for cell phones. We've got them for laptops. We've got them for iPads. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So protect your privacy today and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com.